this deconversion therapy. We're your unlicensed therapists, and for this episode, your gynecologists. I am Karen. I'm Bonnie, and that was gross because there's one place I don't want Karen. Um, there, there's several places I don't want her. Are you but saying <laughs> our bodies are shameful? Nope. I'm saying I don't want you there. Listen, it's You don't need to know stuff because you'll talk. It's professional, <laughs> and I all the instruments I need are here. I have a cell phone. I have these wires. I'm so glad you talked about instruments because I have something about that and what I've prepared to um, keep it light and chat about yes. with this super crazy serious topic <laughs> that is so infuriating. So what we're going to do today is the impossible. Um, which means we're not going to do it. We're going to keep this attack on women's rights that's been going on by these dick salt dudes, and we're gonna we're gonna try and go for the light side of things. But we're also going to give a little history. <laughs> okay, did you call them dick salt? Yes. What does that mean? I don't know. It came to me yesterday <laughs> when I was doing a video, okay. and it, it's now my favorite thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's been crazy what's been going on, and we are not going to hopefully trigger anyone. We're not going to get into some really, you know, tough stuff, but we're definitely not going to shut our mouths about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she you sits know, there me, with her mouth closed. No. Yeah. <laughs> Zipped. Let me tell you one thing that I am very proud of. My mom about 10 years ago had a conversation with me and she was talking about abortion and how it's absolutely wrong. And she said to me, well, you don't know anybody who's had an abortion, do you? With that shame tone mm -hmm. in there. And I was like, I'm not having this conversation <laughs> with her. And so I shut it down. And then... With all of this happening, she's just been paying attention more with me talking to her about things. I'm going to credit completely myself. Oh, I see. She, the proudness. Yeah, yes. That's right. So she sends me some kind of a video or meme about uh, women's rights and like hands off our bodies. And it's so Aww. neat that yeah. somebody of her stature and age could maybe see something differently. And I think that, I mean, I was thinking that the other day, and we've talked about it a bit, where especially women who we thought, like general society, or growing up evangelical, we thought were terrible people, like Tammy Faye, like um, Anita Hill, some people, like Monica Lewinsky, they're finally sort of getting their day as far as their stories are being retold where we're going, yeah. oh, no, I see. It was framed this other way. And it's yeah. the same with, yeah, the abortion thing. Anyway, let's... Um, let me <laughs> Either that or she's <laughs> regretting having a child <laughs> this many years later. She's like, if Either only. One. If only. Totally plausible. <laughs> Please go find uh -huh. us on all the things. I usually rant over on TikTok. I steal mm -hmm. memes for Instagram. I twit once in a blue moon. Tweet. Um, no. 
I have changed it. And uh, it's awful. Our Facebook group is great. People support each other there. Uh, and then we have our sponsorship. I'm we've been away, but we do a Zoom and Bonnie shows up live. It's fun. It's a party. It's Those a party. are so much fun. I know. We're gonna yeah. do one soon. And I sent out a newsletter to that group the other day of things that I was personally going through. So that's a, it's a good little support group and we appreciate all our sponsors for helping us support the pod. And we have a surprise coming at the end. Not really. No, No. the world. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) Do do I know about it? You know, I'm not sure if I told you. No. Good. uh, Okay. We talked about it. I don't want to admit it, but I do play stupid games on my phone, and I may buy extra diamonds and coins to play those games once in a while. Don't give me those eyes. No, no, no. What what game is it? I have to grow farm food. Oh. It's important. <laughs> and sometimes then the farm food has to be baked into pies, and I get diamonds okay. and money for it once I feed the chickens. <laughs> but they show ads of other games every once in a while. Yeah, every uh, once in a while. Yeah, true. Like every three seconds. How do you know? What are you growing? Because I cannot find a simple Tetris game to save my life. But you keep looking. I well, I'm playing it, and... I noticed that there are quite a few ads for these games that are out of China, but they always Uh have the characters as white, quote, American-looking people. With the big giant eyes? They No, they don't go to the anime. (laughs) They try and make them look realistic, but they do little visionettes. And it's unbelievable. So one, it's like this guy laying on a couch and a woman straddling him, giving him ice what? cream. Exactly. <laughs> on... Is that what a visionette is? <laughs> <laughs> and then the door swings open and a very average woman walks in with an air bubble oh. that says, oh, no, not again. And then... Oh. He's like, then the whole game, I guess, is you're supposed to dress up the wife to see if she can win the guy back. Oh, my God. There's more. horrible and awesome all at the same time. But the fun part is, I guess, to win him back, you play solitaire because then up come cards. (laughs) So I don't know. But then they'll just do all of these. So another one is where, you know... She walks into the bedroom, and there he is in bed with another woman. Oh. And she's like, oh, no, not <laughs> oh, no, again. not solitaire again. <laughs> <laughs> and then another oh, one God. where the guy finds a, you know, bustier woman, and then she shoot out the door with the oh. kid. And they oh. walk in the snow, and they... <laughs> Then the, game, the game is they find a deserted house, and you see the mother and the baby shivering, and they have you have to find the wood to put on the fire to keep them alive. It's 
so literal. It's so I mean, it's sad. so step by step. But it's oh so God, mis- that's funny. misogynistic that it's yeah. like no wonder, you know, we have a bunch of youth growing up thinking so many. I mean, we were screwed <laughs> over for sure. But holy shit. Anyway. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, wow. It is wow. <laughs> and then you have to play solitaire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't You've, know what the solitaire. Did we, talk before, did we talk before about the show where they send little kids out in public, yes. unsupervised, to run errands for their family? And you see how good they do when they come back? In China? And that's it? No, I, I would yeah. watch that. I haven't watched it. It, I watched one and I was like, oh, I need to watch this with someone because it's just weird when you watch it alone. Then oh, when you talk about it, there's the funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to have the takeaways and take them away. Well, <laughs> back so to your decision to have oh, kids okay. or not have kids. Let's okay. just, we could go into the serious stuff and I researched some serious stuff. We're not going to. But I am going to give a little history. So this is mostly from an article um, in Politico about the history of why evangelicals are doing this. So I made a video a while ago, and I said um, the most powerful political group, you know, being white evangelicals. And someone said, you mean religious? And I haven't made the follow-up to that, but no, I mean the most powerful group because— if you look at Mitch McConnell, um, uh, I don't want to. Uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, a few uh, others. <laughs> They're Southern Baptists. I mean, uh. this is all. Anyway, here's a history of the movement. So, in the 1970s, these white evangelicals were like, you know what we can do? We can sway politics. We've already grown bored with uh, lording our power over women. They're nothing. (laughs) Let's take on politics. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to defend racial segregation in colleges like Bob Jones University. But what they noticed is that not a lot of people were supporting that. Um, you, You pick something like that. And you just might not get a lot of supporters. Okay. Also, they were threatening to take away the tax-exempt status of colleges like that, like Bob Jones. Ah. And so the finances, of course, come into it. And they're like, we've got to figure out a way to keep that from happening. And then... The, uh, the guy who was the head of Coors Beer family mm-hmm. um, put money in, and um, this guy Paul Weirich and Edwin Fuelner founded the Heritage Foundation as a think tank um, just to counter the liberal views on taxation and stuff because they considered it to be anti-business. So it started from just money. 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 And like I said in a different video I did, if there was money in babies or abortion, then the evangelicals would be supporting it because, or they wouldn't try and just make a law against it. They're not making a law against guns. 
because there's a gun lobby. If there was a baby lobby that they could get money from every year, that would be different. Who gets all the gun lobby money? Well, that's a man named Tedwardo Cruz. <laughs> Tedwardo. <laughs> Wait, but um, <clears throat> so that's that's where I realized that it's just complete horseshit mm-hmm. because it's not about sanctity of life because it doesn't jump from one like platform or context to another. Right. It's like, oh, life is sacred when it's here. Oh, but not over here. Like, it's okay if our grandkids go to school and get shot and murdered and don't feel safe one day of their life. Yeah. Oh, but your but your your clump of cells, you exactly. know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that there's some pastor, I think he is out of Georgia. He might be out of Florida, but then I doubt that. That said something good <laughs> about, you know, it's so easy to try and quote stand up for the unborn because they're not difficult. They don't talk back. <laughs> they don't have opinions. That's a good point. They aren't homeless. They won't need food stamps. You know, they're like this clean slate of something. So, you know, and the Bible <laughs> their future, <laughs> their future uh, followers, and yeah, and voters and all that. That's all they yeah. really want. And we can get into. We are getting into the serious stuff here, but how um, how terrible it is for not only women but the whole racial system, where the people who really suffer are those people who are already disenfranchised. Because we just know that people in more affluent areas are mostly white and they use contraception more, have more, you know, ability to get educated on those things and, and all that. Anyway, but now back so, to the yeah, funny. So backing up a little bit to that, there, I just read something that said there was an article in a 1967 issue of the Evangelical Magazine Eternity. I just wanted to stop for a moment. (laughs) Um, It said it was capturing the shifting terrain. It said that the Bible was strangely silent on the question of whether the unborn fetus, not tellingly the unborn child, was a living person with all the rights of life. Bam. There you go. Okay, so you know why the Bible was probably silent on that? Because there weren't procedures back then. It was probably like in the in the time of zero in the calendar year zero, like they probably didn't even have a clue that there was stuff going on inside the body that made so the baby. So all contraire. <laughs> in the Old Testament in Numbers chapter five, around verse twenty-one, God actually instructs priests on how to possibly conduct abortions. So theirs was like drinking, you know, drink some some poisonous shit. But it was if a husband suspected his wife was cheating, well, bring her here. The priest is going to make this little brew. The woman's going to drink it. And if she's fine, yay. If she's not, her abdomen will swell and her okay. thigh will rot, which has been translated into she'll, ha- she'll miscarry. 
Um, That's like the Salem witch trials. Exactly. Like, oh, if you're innocent, then you'll <laughs> drown. You're going to float. <laughs> you'll drown. Oh, God. So that's the only mention, though, of anything that has to do with abortion, and it's pretty much pro-abortion. So, yeah. Well, because, yeah, they just didn't have... They didn't have procedures and so you know. Okay, this also reminds me of what I think is hilarious. It was only like 1870s that they started washing their hands before uh, delivering a baby. So like before then, the doctors were like, how come all these women are dying in childbirth in our hands? But when they go to see the midwife, they're fine. And so somebody realized, wash your hands first. They were going from cutting up cadavers. <laughs> to oh, given birth. And then all of a sudden the ladies are like, oh, we've passed away because this guy didn't wash his hands. Wouldn't <laughs> you just wash your hands anyway to get like the dead off of it? Well, uh, where? So there's not going to be a where? sink of running water. <laughs> so they've got that issue too. So that's well, when I guess true. They, they made young kids go out in public and fetch water and bring it back. And now there's a TV basins. show about it. <laughs> uh. Okay, so we go back to, all right, they, they want their tax cuts for these universities who don't let black students in. Yay. Uh, no one's going to stand behind that. It is not going well. And so they're like, okay, let me see. What else can we try and mobilize around? And they also tried, um, you know, rights, human rights. No. So what they did see is the Catholics, who they said weren't even Christians, swaying <laughs> political people with their you know, no contraception, no abortion stuff. And so they decided... Every sperm is sacred. That's it. All of them. <laughs> so uh, around that time, Christianity Today, which is still around, big flagship magazine of evangelicals, they did a conference with the Christian Medical Society, and they were going to talk about the morality of abortion and so they had 26, like, big theologians who everyone respected. And at the end, they said, quote, whether the performance of an induced abortion is sinful, we can't agree. But about the necessity of it and the permissibility for it under certain circumstances, we all agree. So it's like, yeah, boom. And even yeah. the magazine's founder said a woman's body is not the domain and property of others. And the same with the guy who was the editor after that said if there's a compelling psychiatric reason, which mm -hmm. is, you know, that he's even thinking about mental health, not just the whole physical stuff. Um, if they're amazing. If there's compelling psychiatric reasons from a Christian point of view, mercy and prudence may favor a the a therapeutic abortion. So it's like so wow. It seems like the country was going in one way, and then along came some guys who were like, let's look at the system and figure out how to rig the system. Mm -hmm. And it just threw a wrench in everything and just threw it backwards. 
Totally. And so it it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like Tucker Carlson. Yeah. I've been read a I know, but I was reading a couple different things and somebody else had even heard this that he once accused Bill O'Reilly of just picking up on topics that were controversial and wild and running with them mm-hmm. so he could have an audience. And they're like, hello, that's what Tucker Carlson is doing. Exactly. So like all he's done is figured out a way into the system to rig it for what his purposes are. And, and those are money. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I, that's a good point because it's also, there are a lot of people who do want to start out more virtuous and follow their real you know, uh, feelings or morality, and they're like, I'm going to make this work. And they see that it doesn't. And so yeah. they're just like, well, fuck, I'm just going to do this. And I see that on social media a lot, even, where, you know, if I take down someone, which I will every once in a blue moon, people are just there for it. But if yeah. I say the same thing without taking someone down, you know, uh, there's oh, yeah. nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just, unfortunately, the the disheveled world we all live in. Well, and it's so easy, too. If you're going to try to figure out a way into the system to rig it in your favor and to have a lot of leverage, okay, if you start telling John Q. Public about um, economical theories and, 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 and coming up with talks about money and and giant systems like that, mm-hmm. that's hard to latch on to. But if you talk about a dead baby, oh my gosh, that's Good. easy. I'm glad you were going there because I was glazing over as you were saying those other words. So I get the point. <laughs> Seriously. You can even edit some of those no, out. No, that's what's so good. I'm like, what? Economical, blah, blah. And then you what? said dead baby. I get it. Exactly. So Yeah, I one was, puts you to sleep. Mm-hmm. One motivated you to vote. Oh. Yeah. So I was shocked to find out that Focus on the Family, James Dobson, um, who is like the major guy in all of this bullshit, said in 1973, he said the Bible was silent on the matter, and therefore mm-hmm. it's plausible for an evangelical to believe that, quote, a developing embryo or fetus was not regarded as a full human being. Well, yeah. he has flippy-flopped all the way. Um, and that's when frickin' Falwell comes into the picture because... He flip-flopped yeah. because he probably has extra mortgages to pay mm-hmm. on second homes and automobiles. Correct, mundo. <laughs> like they can't be buying anything else. Right. <laughs> it's all about houses and cars. Another surprising thing. Jerry Falwell did not put anti-abortion stuff in a sermon until five years after Roe. So yeah. it wasn't like they were affecting the actual Roe versus Wade. They just wanted to jump on that. Because they saw what was happening. So what they saw, Falwell saw that the Roman Catholics, they went and leafleted church parking lots for four Senate races. And the final weekend of a campaign, they went all over New Hampshire, Iowa, and two places in Minnesota. 
And by just enough, the anti-abortion Republicans defeated the favored Democratic candidates. So that's when Falwell, his little light went off, his little money light went off and was Mm -hmm. like, oh, look, it can happen. And, you know, Ronald Reagan, he didn't even talk about abortion in as late as 1980. Like, none of these people were talking about this before they figured out we get to use this. There was no moral standing on it. Yeah. No. And and so that guy, Paul Weirich, he said um, that the religious right did not come together in response to the road decision. He sent, he said, nope, what got us going as a political movement was the attempt on the part of the IRS to rescind the tax exempt status of Bob Jones University because of its racial discriminatory policies. I mean, the fact that he goes and says, uh-uh, we weren't, we weren't coming together about Roe. It was money. He oh, even my God. was just, uh... Yeah, and it's, and <laughs> we, you know... We don't are, care. Women are the casualty. They're just yeah. the ones that, yeah, get screwed over by all of it. And, I mean, we can go in and out about, like... All the reasons people would choose to get one or need one or... It's not about that. It isn't. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's it for the history of it. But I found some fun little tidbits about these pro-lifers who are idiots. Mm, what does Rick Warren have to say on this? And there was some conversation where he said to somebody regarding you know, the humans who have been aborted. He says, we've had 46 million Americans who aren't here. Those who could be here since Roe versus Wade, who are not voting. <laughs> like, okay, so it's about, it's about voters. Who are not also, coming to my church to not. put money, I mean, who are not living okay. lives. And if you think like, okay, 46 million more Americans, how much housing would we need for that? We cannot this- accept them. <laughs> I know that's an awful thing, like, but that's that's where my mind goes. Like forty six million more people, and that's in, yeah. in houses, and that's the thing they they won't accept people who are suffering and dying and need to get into need this houses. country. You yeah. know, immigrants. Oh, much less the ones no. who already live here. Yeah, Please. exactly, exactly. Okay. They just want those innocent little babies. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking, I'm telling ya. Oh, and you remember when Paula White said, out of context, of course, we command any satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, three women run to the bathroom. (laughs) And we can't forget our dear friend, oh, what was her name? Emmanuel, Stella Emanuel, Dr. Stella Emanuel out of Houston. Oh. um, Was she demon sperm? She's the demon (laughs) sperm woman. And she talked about, you know, that there are babies being born that are really just evil spirits, that are witches, all this. So you don't know what you're carrying. And if we listen to Dr. Stella wouldn't we then say, well, those people should get abortions? Because we don't want nope. it. We don't want these nope. demon sperm. 
<laughs> Makes no sense. Well, while I was looking for some stuff, some of my favorite things were, you know how Google will have ads, as in they look like they're answering your question. If you put in abortion, blah, 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 or whatever. Oh, yeah. It but looks, it's an ad at the top. Yeah, it says yeah. ad next to it. So I think I looked up abortion something. And I just got so many ads, and it's like the best pro-life arguments, defeat pro-choice arguments, pro-life arguments, abortion facts, abortion myths and facts, pro-life facts. So there are all these organizations that are putting in tons of money just to try and sway the public with even this, because they're purchasing these ads pages and pages of them and it's keep clicking they have to pay it. for each click oh keep clicking yeah <laughs> yeah all right so now let's find these pro-life uh dimwit now what am i going to call them now let's look dick at salt let's look at some of these <laughs> dick salt Guys, and uh, what they really think is going on. So one of my favorite is U.S. Senate candidate Todd Akin. So he said, if it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut the whole thing down. Nope. Nope. Wow, he knows so much about the female body. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's <laughs> such a worry. Oh so, you know, people are like, yeah, but what if, you know, a woman gets pregnant against her wishes? Can we then? Are we allowed? Would you allow that? And, uh, yeah, he gets into, I, I just want him... I want some of these guys, I want to hand them a marker and say, could you draw me a uterus, please? Just draw it. And what do you think is going <laughs> like, on inside? I, wa- I really do want to be like, do you see a gate in there? Do you? I have a feeling okay, they so don't know. Do you think that there's anything to be said about the argument? Like, okay, if you get pregnant and you didn't want to, that meant or not you didn't want to, but if you get pregnant, then you have to go with God's will and and do what he wants and, and see it through. Right, right. Okay, so if you can't conceive, don't you think that's God's will too? Like all of a there sudden, you, go. Uh, you know, you're, you're doing things like in vitro fertilization mm-hmm. and all sorts of you know, oh, science techniques <laughs> come yeah. in and freezing eggs and things like that. Like, how come one thing is okay to, you know, to manipulate, but the other one's not? And the same with guys masturbating and their sperm going in a sock or wherever. <laughs> Stop it. And the Bible even <laughs> says, talks about like, you know, letting your seed go on the ground and all that stuff. So, isn't that that's, that's that's legally blonde that that joke is <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that seen as bad and someone said oh my god it, it it's a great quote about something about isn't you know masturbation also a form of abortion and isn't then a sonogram if you think the fetus is a baby is a sonogram pornography and I was like, that's oh. ridiculous. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, how far are we going to go with this? 
I know. Why wouldn't it be? Why not showing your naked fetus at your little, you know, party where everyone's giving you little <laughs> shower gifts? Let's, little let's shower go gifts. with it. Okay, so I've got uh, some, for some reason I decided to Google, am I going to hell if I get an abortion? <laughs> and then, of course, you get answers. Oh, yeah. Because they've got that Quora thing. Uh-huh. So there was, um, there was one question where somebody said, um, uh, is, did, oh, is my mom going to hell because she had an abortion? So some of the answers were, let's see, here's one. In the Bible, killing your grown child seems A-OK with God. <laughs> there should be no problem with an unborn. Killing children with a bear for, get this, I don't know what language this person was working with. Killing children with a bear for moking a passing saint is OK. Killing whole nations is OK. Specifically mentioning killing the babyoes in the womb. I don't know what that means. So God has no problem. Problem with killing the unborn. If you are not the correct subkind of Bible follower, you are supposed to go to hell anyway, and abortion <laughs> will not get you any worse. <laughs> and so I what know the what they're referring to. There's a Bible verse where these kids make fun, and I guess they're calling that person a saint, of someone in the Old Testament, and then God says that he's going to send a bear to eat the kids, to oh, kill the kids. Well, wow, that's, that's some real explanation. I need there. to get some freaking <laughs> this knowledge wow. out of my head so I can enter useful knowledge. It's true. So then, okay, so another person says, according to the Christian Bible, quote, a child who disobeys their parent shall be put to death. So if a female tells the lump of cells to get out of her body and it doesn't, it can be put to death and it will go to hell, not her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strain of logic. It is. That a is awesome. Yep. Yep. And that's what's so weird. I remember, I can't remember who wrote it, and I almost have a feeling it was a Frank Peretti book, but there was some book, it might have been named Tilly. I can't remember. There was some book that injured me, and it was about a woman who I think got an abortion. Anyway, they get to heaven, and there's all these aborted kids running around, and they're like, oh, mommy, she's here now. It was fucked up. Anyway. Okay, well, then let me, talking about logic, let's go over to someone who doesn't have any. Texas Representative Jody Laubenberg uh, is responsible for this weird thing during, I think, uh, filibuster at one point. Oh, great. So she says that victims of assaults don't need access to legal abortion because they can use, quote, what's called rape kits where a woman can get cleaned out. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't oh happen. <laughs> and this is a woman. So I guess oh they're thinking God. when they swab you, they just... Pick up, scrape. <laughs> they just pick up little babies off the side, so that would oh mean when you're like at the gyno, they're like, <laughs> "Oh, let me wipe the babies off the speculum oh, that I just." Gosh. How are these people? That's why I want I want them to prove they know what the woman's body works. Well, um, no, they just have to show up well in sound bites to get votes. Well, that one. It's not a good one. 
Another? I, I, bet, I bet certain people would disagree. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> There's some guy out there right now telling his granddaughter, Matt, don't worry. They'll just get a rape kit. I've seen it on Law and Order. <laughs> That's it. They just That's where I get my information. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, would it surprise you that another Texas congressman, Steve Stockman, unveiled a catchy new campaign on Twitter, his uh, campaign slogan was, ready? Oh, no. If babies no. had guns, they wouldn't be aborted. Think about it. I can't. I could not either. So he wanted to get the guns part in there. He wanted to get the abortion. Yeah. So yeah. what he's saying is fetuses can't protect themselves. Themselves, yeah. If they could and if they could had the right to bear arms and have a gun, then they wouldn't let anyone abort them. And I'm like, okay, these gun supporters act like it's a <sighs> duel where you're both lined up and go, okay, I'm going to maybe shoot you. And right, you're facing right. each other instead of some little childish, pasty dick salt <laughs> walking through the door with his bulletproof vest on, killing a security guard. And Who's with not an attention. AK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, really? How are you going to defend yourself when that guy walks in? Well, this guy, if it was up to Steve Stockman, I guess the little fetuses would have little guns. And yeah. so when they go to the abortion clinic and uh -huh. the, the little fetus can just shoot at the doctors, no. I don't know. I Not don't if they understand. come from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Then my mom sent me some kind of video too of like guns explained by kitty cats in an animation. And I'm like, well, that made sense too. I know. I know. It's also, it's very, very, yeah. We can get into the gun one for a long time. So this is what I think. They're already trying to outlaw stuff. I heard, you know, some some very smart people who I respect at the New York Times saying they feel that it's going to be a done deal, that Roe is going to be overturned. And that makes me furious and crazy. And I don't get it. I don't understand how well, we wake up one day and that's what's happening. At the same time, how in the world are they going to regulate people getting, you know, Abortion pills mailed to them from other countries. There's no way. They're not going to know. I mean, it's going to put everything back into the shadows, but there's 101 ways that they can, you know, overcome this. There's no way that they can follow every single circumstance. And I guarantee there's going to just be, you know, underground abortion clinics all yeah, over the place. The good, the good part about, I think, the age or the era that we're in right now is I think any underground abortion clinic is probably going to be way better equipped than they were in 1973 or whatever year we're talking about. Yep. So there's someone on TikTok who is doing the whole thing about going through all the the men in office or who have been in office who mm -hmm. are anti-abortion yet had their partners or mistresses paid for their abortions or had them get abortions. Because we have one in Tennessee, 
Oh, what was his name? Desjarnay, who was a big, like, anti-abortion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it comes out, yeah, he had a mistress, and he, like, made her get an abortion. So, fun well, times. They're all just liars. But it's, but because the people who want to believe what they want to believe, it's easy to latch on to. And they, they don't, they don't care about what they're saying. They just want to keep their jobs. Yep, exactly. All right, I'll leave you on a funny one. All right, so the Quora Q&A, is my mom going to hell because she had an abortion? I like this person. Mariah Sue, a former journalist student, said, why would she go to hell? You don't see God being in any rush to save wanted children from miscarriages, SIDS, or being stillborn for whatever the fucking reason. I mean, the Bible is full of examples of God killing people's kids. He's the greatest child murderer of them all. Not to mention, he's obviously fictional, and the people who put that nonsense in your head should get a whoop-ass. <laughs> oh, that's good. It all makes so much sense, but I would have so, like, prayed for all those people. I know. So we wanted to tell everyone that we're not going to keep our mouth shut about all the bullshit that keeps happening. And we have a new design in our merch store called Row Team. Get it? Because it's like a rowing team, but it's row team. So you can feel sporty, but you're really just being a feminist. <laughs> feels sporty yes. and that design you can get it in different colors you can get it as a magnet a sticker a shirt a hoodie a whatever a hat you can look at all those things a cup but we're going to give half the proceeds to Planned Parenthood to support what we can to try and keep the rights of women going as long as we all have breath and that's it. Was that the surprise? That's the surprise. Oh, okay. Surprise. See, it wasn't a surprise to me. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just remember, women, the next time you go to the gynecologist to get a pap smear, according to this woman senator, there could be babies all over when they <laughs> use that little swab. So go ahead and name them. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Dick Bye. Sons. Just <laughs>